0: everyone. That was the song called Man Rock by the smashing new band Hot Leg featuring Justin Hawkins.
1: And I understand Justin Hawkins is no longer with the darkness which may not even exist anymore.
0: Unfortunately I believe they do not exist anymore which brings a tear to my eye. That's a tragedy. And but speaking of a tear to your eye, who who are you old Mystery Man? Uh, I am the one they know as the great, or not so great, Eddie N.
1: Yeah, yeah. I am um, PK. And I am Strawlegs,
0: which means for the first time in the history of time, the official Tri Pound. The, the entire Tri Pound. It's, it's been a long time coming. I mean, we have lines out the building waiting for autographs at this point.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, here in uh, sunny Southfield, Michigan. Right? Always um, sunny. It, except for the clouds. You know. But it's sunny above them Which is the important part <laughs> it's and all speak- that matters. Yeah. Speaking of sun uh, Eddie here uh, had a particular vision for that song uh, Which uh, harkened back To the origins of the tripound The glorious unifying uh, Tripound Eddie why don't you tell us in your mind What you saw when you heard that music But please yeah. keep, keep it rated at least R are, Not, nothing above that. You can give, <laughs> the... you can, yeah, you can give okay. the uh, the watered down story. Yeah. You don't have to tell the yeah. truth.
0: This, this is for the families. Well, basically, it's my cool. vision for this song was, I just basically the like eagle eye point of view, and you see like these three very sexy men coming over the horizon from three different directions. I I don't know how <laughs> this happens, but it's three, a very th- three, small. Three planet. different horizons you know. convergent in time and space. Yeah, like in the middle of a desert, they meet, and then all of a sudden they do this historical move called the tripod and the universe begins
1: and Justin Hawkins sings in the background yeah which in makes his... it possibly even more gay than it could
0: have been. <laughs> in his tight leopard spandex I
1: once heard an excellent quote about Justin Hawkins and they said that he was a man or he was on a one-man mission to bring back the unitard which <laughs> I think I, I've only seen two videos with him so far and both of them have they've had to censor out full frontal nudity of him and i've seen two and both videos he's actually been naked which which is incredible i mean man man loves uh loves being out there it's just he's got a preach to the world i guess i'll tell you um so uh we've got uh, a lot to talk about it yeah. is october 16th a friday indeed it's been a while since our last podcast yeah. but uh no one's listening so, so, so it doesn't cares? matter. Yeah, who, who gives a this fuck? This is for us. Damn this it. is for yeah. posterity. This is for posterity. Children will look back and say, "You know, guys, <laughs> this is where it all went wrong." Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> I, you know, in, in like the I I'm imagining um this hulking city in the background, you know, New York just completely burned out.
0: Buildings It's like a scene
1: out of Wally, you know, and everything's just completely shelled out. It's like, "Oh, man, and then the tripod plays in the background. God like, oh, motherfuckers. You know, they they did this to us. They did this to all of us. It's like fallout. Exactly, and they and the point is they didn't know it was going to happen. Indeed. I mean, for the first two, now it's the yeah, third, now, so now, now we do know it's going to happen. But <laughs> then, now we're just assholes. <laughs> <laughs> now we're just the ass. So, anyways, uh, to give you a status update, old PK uh, is feeling better. Um, I am convinced that I had the swine flu last week. I was out. I was out of work for three days. I was on the couch for about five days, including my weekend. He started to reek of bacon. it, <laughs> it yeah, must have been the swine flu. I started pawing the earth. Uh, <laughs> started
2: instinctively looking for truffles. I don't know. What I, happened. I found
1: some. <laughs> they were fucking good. I made uh, I made dinner for my girlfriend. It was, was amazing. But anyways, um,
0: wait, wait, wait. Why would you make dinner for your girlfriend with truffles when you could just totally make more money off of it? I don't. Girlfriends are just dumb. About-
1: Oh, let, Ed, let, let us know that uh, uh, Eddie, Eddie N's, uh, girlfriend is literally feet away from him. You
2: know like looking for what I believe is a sharp implement. <laughs> and,
1: and, well, let's just say Eddie N's girlfriend is feet away from him and will remain so throughout the night. <laughs> um, but, so anyways, it was shortly after I did uh, the last podcast with Starlux here, uh, I finally got around to taking my temperature, and I realized <laughs> that I had a fever, which I'd probably had for several days, and basically I was... I, I listened to the last podcast and I was saying like, like a schoolgirl, I was losing my train of thought and I realized that's because I was actually slow cooking my brain uh, it was like um, you know, Kansas City style low and slow <laughs> low and slow, I was just barbecuing my fucking brain for about five days kept trying to shove molasses <laughs> is, is in that like
0: ear? dry rub barbecue, or how do, how do they do that down
1: there? I, I think Kansas City's sweet, I think, can- or no no no, no. Uh, maybe, whatever
0: Whatever. I don't know. Let's go to Snow's later.
1: Yeah, yeah. Good barbecue. So, anyway, anyways, I realized that I was actually baking my brain for days on end, and that's probably why I was borderline incoherent. So, I've also discovered my my love of extra strength Tylenol. Wait, that... are we talking, like, out in the store and got some extra strength Tylenol, or, like, I know my attending really well and got some Tylenol 4s? Well, okay, so the only experience I've had with narcotic painkillers, if you will, I had my wisdom teeth out in high school. Oh, yes. That's yeah. Story. Yeah, yeah, well, okay uh, Everyone's got a good story So anyways, I, I'm the missing link I only have, I had two wisdom teeth <laughs> You are I, the missing I, I only wisdom Oh, I um,
0: believe you're not the missing link You oh. have two of you Oh,
1: Eddie N's girlfriend also Also, excellent
0: Nice See, that's Don't get any ideas, please <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: one, of,
2: one, of Benzen, one of Benzenberg's uh, other cousins had six What? Two, I mean four and then two more like, God hates you. So God hated you from the beginning. He had third
1: molars and a pair of fourth. Molars. I don't understand.
2: I don't understand. All I know is they had to go back in to get more out, or maybe the dentist <laughs> just took them for all their worth and took out all of his teeth. Like these front ones are wisdom teeth too. Huh. Interesting. Why am I going to doctor school? I like,
1: going to dentist school. Yeah, I was gonna say. And then he learned to play the banjo. <laughs> <laughs> With but his feet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. Uh. Anyways. Cool. Um. I had to get my these two wisdom teeth out, and it's like you know, for two wisdom teeth, I'm gonna be, uh, it's gonna take however long. It's not gonna take
2: that long.
1: So I thought I don't want to really fuck with general anesthesia. You, you know, you wake up you're really tired for a while. I hate you know that sort of groggy feeling. So I said, well, doc, that's what I called him. I said, doc, and then I took a swig of whiskey and numb me up. So, anyways, like we just—I just did like local anesthesia. So I was actually awake for the entire thing, and then these like god awful crunchings. And I could smell like burning enamel, and he's just like yanking these bloody pieces of tooth out of my mouth. And i was like, "Oh, it was fun." So, anyways, <laughs> afterwards, um, you know, before the the lidocaine wears off, um, he says, "Oh, I'm gonna give you some, uh, you know, some Motrin and some uh, painkillers." Oh, great. So, um, I was expecting it like you know, here, here's like six Vicodin he gave me a bottle of percocet which is like a class one (laughs) narcotic it's it's up there and he gave me like 25 pills He's like oh here we go yeah okay sir go pay for a semester of college yeah exactly so um uh i uh i took one of these things because i I thought oh man it's gonna really start hurting as soon as the anesthetic wears up so i like you know pop a couple percocet you know i go home um well my mom grabs me I know, I, was pretty, driving I was still pretty out yeah, taking popping. narcotics, drinking whiskey yeah it, still it, spitting out chunks of two see I, I always thought it'd be great just to have like the little not not the bit not like the fifth like the little bottle of jack just like in your hand like out the out the uh, driver's side window and, like the cop pulls up next to you, and you just like wave hi to him with the bottle <laughs> before you drive off so anyways just to just to finish up real quick so Um, I drive home, my mom ends up going somewhere, she's, like, picking up more stuff for me, because I can't eat solid food, and bottom line is, my mouth was numb, I was still bleeding all over the place, so I was, like, drooling blood on myself, and so I was all doped up on Percocet, and I really had nothing else to do, so I ended up playing Civilizations 2, and I kept bleeding on myself, so I just took a giant wad of paper towel and stuck it in my mouth, so, like, there I sat for about four hours just stoned out of my mind on Percocet with a wad of paper towel in my mouth playing Civ 2 on my old, like, uh, (laughs) Gateway 233.
0: So that's that... the only way to play Civ 2. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I it's fashionable. just describe my
1: sophomore year of college. Completely blown on painkillers. But anyways, that's, that's that's my wisdom tooth story. Well, how were you doing in Civ 2? Were you doing all right? I was a fucking master. And then I got to Civ 4, and I couldn't play the game with the damn But It's because you ran out of Percocet. Yeah, yeah. That's the key. Yeah, it surprisingly lasted me. I mean, you gave me a huge fucking bottle of that stuff. <laughs> <I> hey, need...
0: <laughs> in a year and a half, we can write ourselves... Percocet scripts. <laughs> so we was... should be clever. Write each other Percocet scripts.
2: Come yes, on now, we yes. don't want to get caught. Yes. Oh um, Joey, my my roommate, uh, we'll just call it the Rizzle Tizzle. Was uh, riding along. He rides bikes everywhere. This is what he does. I'm wearing a shirt right now for his company that makes bikes out of new bikes out of old bikes. It's amazing. He chants at them and they become shiny.
1: It sounds surprisingly cannibalistic.
2: <laughs> it is not surprisingly cannibalistic once you've been there. It's like, oh Jesus, nothing here is safe. <laughs> yeah. Um, he was riding down downtown, sunny Detroit, Michigan, sometime in February, in like six inches of snow, with an open fifth of whiskey, and as he's riding <laughs> his bike, he passes a couple of cops sitting in a, like at a street corner, races the fifth to them, as he's running by, and takes a big swig, and just keeps going down the road. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is William, and I guarantee you, he was he was clad in sp- spandex underneath everything else, the Borat, Borat slingshot, basically. <laughs> with a uh, helmet with a big reflector like cap on it Hunter's, and that is Hunter's gear from head to toe. It looked like he's about to go slay a deer, but just so yeah, his face yeah. doesn't freeze off. And to, to protect, like, the, the hunting gear doesn't protect between, like, the your nose and your uh, eyebrows. So it wears, like, the Ray Charles old lady, like, sunglasses <laughs> over his glasses. <laughs> this passed yeah. by, raised, raised a toast to the officers of cheap whiskey and kept riding.
1: Yeah, yeah, but, um, you know, I park in a handicapped spot down there for ten minutes and I get a $100 ticket, exactly. so...
2: exactly. They probably thought he was floridly psychotic.
1: Yeah, that's true. It's like, well, if we start talking to him probably gonna have to put him down, then we have to write up why we killed a guy, and <laughs> exactly. it's gonna be a pain in the ass.
2: <laughs> it's a lot of paperwork. And it'll be cold.
1: Alright, so plan. so uh Eddie you've got a uh, you've got your own wisdom teeth story.
0: Oh man, you you kinda of set the bar high though. Um but nevertheless I'll I'll divulge my Borderline lame story. Um, so this was back in high school. Don't when don't
1: devalue. Don't devalue. <laughs> leave devalue. that to us. No, you were. Yeah. Leave it. leave that to the public. <laughs>
0: I'll let the masses judge me. No. So like this is back in high school when Eddie N used to think he was like a fine physical specimen and used to work out. I'm gonna do my calves and my chest today. It's Monday. You know. But uh, anyways, I'm, I'm I'm getting around to the wisdom teeth. I, I don't you. know. It's, it's fine. So uh, I I go. I, I get them pulled out you know everything's cool like like one of the guys that's helping out like he's talking shit to me the whole time because i play basketball with him in the gym he's like oh yeah yeah who's talking smack now and i have a drill going in the back of my mouth i'm like uh. but uh so like later that night um i think it was i watched saving silverman with, <laughs> with jack black and it was neil diamond yeah. And well, um, I just, that, that's that's the one with Neil Diamond, yeah? I, I don't they, know. They're,
1: they're always talking about him, I think. We'll yeah. assume he was in there. Of course he was in there. Yeah, what so,
0: else yeah. does Neil Diamond have to do,
2: like, other than dodge panties from 60 year old women?
0: So I, I basically watched that, that yeah, like, twice women. in one night, and I was like, oh, and then I was like, oh, shit, wait, I haven't gone to the gym in a while. See, I, I came back full circle, you know, <laughs> find specimen. I was like, oh, shit, I gotta do push ups. So I go to the rooftop of, our apartment building. This is when I lived in Okinawa, Japan, and I'm doing push-ups on the rooftop. Mind you, by at this time the only medication I've taken is Motrin, although I also had Percocet. But I took Motrin cuz the pill was larger than the Percocet. I was like, "Oh, bigger better, you know?" Like yeah. So and that, I,
1: that is why Etienne will never become an addict.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm doing push-ups, and I go back downstairs, take a shower, go to sleep. I wake up, like, around 3 a.m., 4 a.m., with, I could feel my pulse all throughout my mouth. It's just like, Ooh. boom, boom, boom. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> so I, like, run outside my door, and I, like, open my mouth, and I just have, like, blood and spit just, like, pouring out Ooh. of my mouth. And I'm like, ah. Oh, that's
1: that's where you need the wad of paper towel. Yeah, yeah, and, <laughs> and it just two. solves and everything. Percocet. Yeah, or... it's like it, it doesn't matter that you're bleeding out through your. mouth. Yeah, it's like, whatever. It just matters that you're not getting out of your shirt.
0: Sip, sip to like for for me since I lived in Japan, I would probably play something like Katamari Damashi or something yep. like
1: that. Fucking awesome game, by the way. They make it for iPod now, and it's fucking addictive. It is that's it. <laughs> the, the 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 game though. It's. I'm not sure if something got diced up in translation or what, but it makes no fucking sense whatsoever. And this song. Oh, the song is awesome. This song is
0: awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's the later
2: NC-17 version of the game.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, but uh, speaking of Katamari Damashi um, on the iPod, th- that reminds me of me and Justin going on a dual console.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was it was a bit of a by pound. Um, we were at oh. the hospital. We I don't the- even know this yet. I'm well, kind of jealous. Well, it was it was actually the best morning I had at the hospital because um, Eddie Ann is normally not at the hospital I am, but um, he uh, his hospital is not offer all the rotations right. necessary. So he was at mine, and um, we ran into each other in the <laughs> hall, and it was awesome because I was on uh, medicine, he was on surgery, and uh, we had one guy who had uh, some. Cancer in his head, <laughs> some, and some stupid
2: thing like, I don't know.
1: Yeah, some fucking. Some cares? sort of
2: terminal illness. Whatever. Yeah, who
1: cares? Some fucking old man, you know. So, anyways, it was it was awesome because like we ran into each other and. You know, I, I was gonna do the internal medicine part, and he was gonna do the surgery consult. It was awesome, winning we there. You know, I introduced him. It's like, oh, you know, this is my colleague from surgery, Eddie. It, it was, it was pretty sweet. I actually felt... high
2: fived over the patient who was yeah. actually just comatose at the time. Yes.
1: Yeah, so... <laughs> oh, oh wait, no, no, That that was a different day. That was a different day. Not an old man. But it was, it was pretty awesome. Like, I actually felt like a real person. I felt like a doctor, like a real life nice. person. Yeah. You know, yeah. with like goals and aspirations. And occasional pride in my life. It was <laughs> it was shocking. That was
0: by far, yeah, the best morning.
1: Yeah, yeah, nice. was awesome. yeah. It's pretty cool. And it's kind like jealous.
0: But, but the, the katamari, how that comes into play. <laughs> oh, is, yeah. So this is at, like technically uh, internal medicine console. So Justin's like looking through the patient's charts, you know, writing his his note or whatever, and he's like, "Wait, wait, wait! I, I don't want you to just stand here. So why don't you just take my iPod Touch?" and he's like, you can, here, play this game. And I'm like, what is yeah, this?
1: Yeah, I just, I just found Katamari, not realizing that uh, Eddie Yan over here was actually a connoisseur back in the day.
0: So, like, as I roll the ball in the game, trying to collect all this, like, stuff on the ground, I'm maneuvering my whole upper body and, like, my, my shoulders like this. With, which, with...
1: which at, at 7.30 in the morning is very
0: conspicuous. <laughs> in front of a patient's room, and... And the next thing I notice, a nurse is like standing right over my right shoulder, <laughs> looking over my shoulder, and she's like,
2: "Wow." <laughs> it's okay. He just has akathisia. You caught me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He just yeah. needs some
1: beta blockers. Well, she's just mad that we're fifteen years younger than her, and in a year and a half, we'll be her boss. And both ten of times us. Good well, that just goes. That's actually Eddie. I was going to say, the one thing I'm going to correct from your wisdom tooth story. Yeah. The one factual inaccuracy is Uh-oh. when you said that you used to be a prime specimen. This is true. I'm gonna step. I'm gonna step in and fix that for the record. All right. Let <laughs> don't don't the stenographer know. I, yeah,
0: yeah. I don't know how to reply to that. That's just very it, flattering.
1: Well, just think about it. Think about it. It'll sink in. It'll yeah, sink just... in. So um, we were at them crooked vultures. Oh, that's right. Which is sure. perhaps one of the greatest supergroups of the millennium cuz name's <laughs> only 9 years old but anyways uh John Paul Jones Josh Ham from Queens of the Stone Age and um uh Joshua uh, hum Joshua hum hum is his last name Hommie is Hommie he never Hommie. says it and then Dave fucking Grohl yeah so uh awesome concert Indeed. my ears rang for about 2 days Um, I woke up the second day, my ears were still ringing, I freaked the fuck out, and I I immediately went online, looked up, you know, like, concert hearing loss (laughs) ringing, and it was all these assholes saying, Yeah, I was at, uh, I was at this Daughtry concert, and (laughs) I was really close to the speaker, and uh, my ears are still ringing, even though that was four days ago. Is that normal? My,
0: my ears are ringing so bad, I grew a chin strap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and,
1: like, huge forearms, and suddenly began to play really shitty music. Good uh, times.
2: Yeah. The, so, most, and, the, oh, the most disconcerting thing was for me is I got my hearing completely
1: back in, like, three hours. Which I think yeah. means that I'm mostly deaf at this point in time. It was fucking loud. Yeah, no, I know. I mean, it was, it was like, loud to the point. I'd see, that's the thing, is that I actually wish they would turn it down, not for, like, safety's sake. Oh, my God, my ears! But just for, the, just for the sake that after a point, you really can't hear what's going on if yeah. it's too loud, you know? But it was a fucking awesome concert, and uh, it was great. You could uh, growl in the background. He was a fucking animal the entire no, time. Like, that is the only way to describe him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because he's had this, like, mop of hair and you just see him threat. like some of the songs he just had his head down the entire time so all you saw was just hair but every other song you could see his teeth he was like snarling and gnashing his teeth oh, okay. and uh,
2: In between every song he would get like the bottle of water put like drink a third of it dump the other two thirds over his head and then spit the he had drink back out and like
1: throw the bottle across the way and just start drumming again and that's that's Grohl's way it, that's that's how Grohl does it but he was so he does everything it's Actually, kind of disconcerting when he's doing things like yeah,
2: driving and yeah, like food too, you know, like, <laughs> when he's I mean, raising his children. It's
1: yeah, it's really kind of awkward. Can't take him out and but, anyways, amazing concert. The album should drop, if you will, uh, sometime before New Year's. That's the promise. That's what we hope. So the as,
0: tri-pound will anxiously be
1: waiting. Indeed, in fucking deed, and uh, yeah, you'll probably hear. Um, that'll be. That'll have to be. I know which song yeah. we're gonna have to kick it off. You, with. Y'all can just wait, but. T- Dear God, I know which song because there, there was one. There, I can actually pinpoint the best moment in the concert, and um, there was there was one great song they play, and then uh, Ham holds the uh, the feedback for a while, the and then it's just this this one note that just kind of builds, 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 and then you see Grohl just haul off and you, see, you know the giant cymbal crash, blows the bit. cymbal inside out, and yeah, takes a yeah, bite out of it. So, anyways, um, great stuff going on. there, and the thing that I found most funny though. Were the security guards you have these asshole security guards that are standing right in front of the stage yep. so we we actually had a great vantage point we could see the entire thing the entire yes, time Yeah, um, but you have these asshole security guards who are standing up there and of course they have those damn flashlights and they always point at people and you know make the little sign oh cut it out cut it out man so um, my, my favorite part was um, someone's like somebody had like a bag of weed or something like that and so you, you see the security guard like try and make a grab for it and then you see, all you see is just hands just moving backwards and at that point you can tell someone's like you know what i don't care who gets this just as long as the man doesn't and it was it was great like everyone just everyone just pitched together like you know what fuck the man i don't care who ends up with my weed just as long as it's not this asshole just keep it going yeah and there's like there's a tussle at one point and uh uh josh just kind of stops the concert and he says um um you know what? he's like you know what, man no fighting no fighting man if you want to fight Stick your head up your ass and fight for air. And the amazing thing is, the guy actually did. Yeah, and, and then he died.
0: Yeah, you know yeah. what, he deserved it. Well, he, he did. Was just, he was did. so
2: taken in by the moment. He's like, "I can do it." Whack. He didn't die from air. It was the shattering of his spine
1: during the movie. Yeah, nevertheless, right. yeah, yeah. But it I mean, was impressive. But I mean, it's it it it's one of those moments where anyone's people are gonna. He could have said the stupidest thing ever. I think, that that's a that's a good thing to say at that moment. Yeah. But Josh really could have said anything, and everyone would have just you know flip their shit for it. it reminded me just briefly mark mcguire when he broke the, the home run record i i remember being at this i remember hearing this press conference and he just goes i just got one thing to say to y'all word up dog and like the <laughs> entire stadium explodes and it's just one of those things where you look back in hindsight, wow. and you think, holy, really, that's the, mo- that's the most... Perf- you think about the like, Lou Gehrig speech, you yeah. know? And you think, word up, dog? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> wow. So, I digress, however. I,
0: I want to say his body language said it all. But, you know. I-, I would also like to yeah. point
1: out, though, that d- do you know
2: who was one of the most prominent figures at the falling of the Berlin Wall? No I do not. David Goddamn Hasselhoff. What? He was there with a piano scarf, like a piano key scarf. Because Germans, for some reason, have a giant love affair with David Hasselhoff and Alf. I don't know Alf, what it is. I can see. Yeah, but David Hasselhoff, I mean he also eats cats, I understand, but <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. So no, he was there, like one of the prominent dignitaries at the coming down to the end of the Cold War was David Hasselhoff.
0: He's not there, Apparently not. If, if Dirk Nowitzki has to listen to him before every game, <laughs> that, that pretty much—it's just how it is. No, I think about I think
2: about how many countless people died and died in anonymity to bring that war to an end, and and who's there to who's there at the finish line waving the checkered flag? David fucking Hasselhoff. Not even one of his Bay, Baywatch cohorts like bouncing next to him. No, it's just the Hoff. You
1: know, at, at that point, it's like why not get like John Tesh?
2: You know, let's. let's he, he was busy doing the uh, theme for the NBA on NBC. Yeah. Which all, when it, you sell these big, you know, awesome gangster thugs that are trying to put this image out, and it's like you, when you play on TV, we hear John Tesh. I just want you all to know that NBA players. This is why. Re- this is why one of the reasons I will respect Kobe. I think Kobe be okay with that. I Think Kobe like all right, John Tesh, and yeah. then he'd go brutalize a woman, but
1: right. You know, you, the good with the bad. Come on, He is the black mamba. All right, so what what else do we have going? It's been a, it's been a while. We have got some other stuff going on here.
0: Before we uh, move on, uh, Justin, I, I would like to share that uh, during them crooked vultures. I damn it, I just can't let this go. It was such an experience, but uh, on more levels than one. We uh, Mike and I are just like standing there, like rocking out, and then all of a sudden we hear a huge boom, and we're like, "What the fuck?" We look down to us, like to the right. This drunk-ass guy just passed the fuck out. It at least down. drunk. He, he just, like, hit his head on the corner of the step. Yep. <laughs> now, now, I... Now, here we are. Here we are young medical Aww. professionals. This is what I've been training for my entire life.
2: I freeze like a deer in the headlights, like that cow looking at the oncoming train. Eddie rips his shirt off, has a cape <laughs> on underneath... With, with one, one chest there. Adjacent to the nipple, <laughs> as they leaps, have to be. Leaps over the railing and is, like, on this guy instantly, like, checking for pulses and making sure he's in one piece.
0: I, I did a month and a half of trauma surgery, team. Not, not yeah. to say, like, I can nice. do anything.
2: Now, if it had been a pregnant lady or a guy with floor hallucinations, I
1: would have been all over it. But Actually, that, that reminds me. Um, I, th- I, I told this story last time about how um, on Mandy Moore I drew, like, you know, swastikas and stuff. And that, that was during that um, course we were supposed to have on advanced life-saving measures. I never told about the guy who was in charge of this. Dead ringer for Chris Farley. You know the <laughs> you know the skit where he's talking about, you don't want to be living in a van down by the river? It was that, it was him. <laughs> you know, like this obese man with like the, the mop of blonde hair. And he was one of the most vile men I have ever met. Um... You know, and he was teaching this goddamn course, and he kept talking about how you know I gotta teach you this stuff, otherwise they're gonna chew my ass out, and I'm sick of getting my ass chewed out. And I'm thinking, sir, is that a phrase? <laughs> like, is yeah. is that actually a <laughs> phrase that people use? This, yeah. Has someone actually tried to chew on your ass or chew said ass out? Yeah, it's like You probably stand to lose a few pounds. Oh God, yeah. And oh. his oh, daughter. Oh, God. Oh, oh God, it bred yeah i've read a few times oh that's unnecessary Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. but anyway so there were also this this group of that reminds me of the concert there were these group this group of girls uh that were standing behind us and so um uh of course you know guys there girls there you know what's gonna happen you know you can be standing literally next to your girlfriend you still have girls you know you just hear this little honey sweet voice behind you hey do you like you like foo fighters that's my favorite that's why i'm here so um, I hear this voice, you know, oh, my God, like, you better not move because if you move, you're totally going to lose your spot. And so, you know, I turn around I'm like, uh, okay, are, are you going to, are you saying you're going to take my spot? And, yeah, I'm a total sniper. Okay, bitch, it looks like I'm not moving then. Yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, it's like, A, girlfriend. B, I really want to see this concert. And what you do, the first time one of them says that, this is what I do. And,
2: and this just kind of sets the tone. Let's them know what to do tonight. Punch them square in the throat. Hard as you okay. can, while they're on the ground gasping for air and like trying to put their larynx back together, stand directly at to the top of them and yell, "Do you see what happens? Do you see what happens when you mess with?" Them?
1: And then just point yeah. to all the other girls. This is how it's done. Well, the only problem with that, I'll point out the only problem, is that the crowd, <laughs> the crowd there that night, you might have had a few takers. You might have had a few takers. Say that like it's a bad thing. I, I'm just saying, any girl who comes up to you and says, "Oh my God, I can't wait for you to punch me in the throat so I can't breathe," that's that's that that's a, a red flag. That's that a red could flag. Could be a problem. That's a red flag. Might
2: be in for something. Yeah, in for something you didn't sign yeah. on for. I just, I just love when my boyfriend
1: makes me unconscious
0: <laughs> and um, yells at
1: me. I made you. Yeah, I I can destroy you, bitch. <laughs> So, um uh, so. I mean, what, what else has been going on? What's, oh, just, safe so, words. So much. I'm sorry. What? Always banana, oh. or personally, when you're role playing, it's your actual name. <laughs> you when when you break character, that means it's over. <laughs> that means the uh, game is over. The night know. is over. Because once once you break that magic, there's no there's no sense in going back to it. Speaking of breaking the magic,
2: yeah, and. uh Doing so at the moment.
1: And sexual roleplay.
2: And, sec- and sexual roleplay. Really? Renfo uh, wants oh. to be a fishmonger.
0: <laughs> okay, so
1: let's...
2: Let's
0: define fishmonger. Well, for, let's define Renfo.
1: <laughs> no, um, Renfo.
2: Renfo is an acquaintance of ours yeah. who we, we may or may not find a way to shoehorn some Renfoism. into this I don't know I don't know it
1: depends on how how the audio works so does he want to be one of those guys that like throws the fish oh I love my job I make $40,000 a year to throw fish
2: I don't know if he wants to throw them
1: catch them or just hit them out of the air with crowbars but something to do with fish in the air now is that a euphemism whether or not you throw or catch the fish (laughs) <laughs> or is that are we speaking literal I'm still trying to figure out if this is a literal or figurative thing that we're we're talking about here. Yeah, I, I don't know if we're talking about yeah, No, it's Renfo, it could be both.
2: Okay, okay. I mean the man spent what, six months in Nam, Yeah. four months in Prague. Yeah. He's now in Arizona.
1: Yeah. He spent two weeks illegally in Prague. And then surprisingly illegally in Arizona. He's actually <laughs> yeah, technically exactly. an illegal immigrant right now, surprisingly. Oh, that works.
2: After all that time abroad. So yeah, he's he, he from Arizona. Sent off via the internet a bunch of applications to be a fishmonger in Seattle. Huh. I maintain. I maintain now. If he lives in Seattle as a fishmonger, I will go join him. I will do residency in Seattle simply to live with Benzenberg, the fishmonger. So he can monger fish. So he can monger fish. You'll have. you We decided this. We're talking about we, we will live in the same. Like uh, roommates, live in the same. Same building. The doctor and the
1: fishmonger. Like, <laughs> Try to figure out which is which. That's a sitcom.
0: No, that's really a, that is. is a sitcom, my I, friend. I would like to volunteer my uh, Japanese heritage as the friend to the doctor and the fishmonger in Seattle as like the creepy guy down the street who owns like a tiny, like, really shady sushi bar. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just because I'm half Japanese, like I think I could like slice some sushi and shit. It's yeah, brilliant, yeah. that
2: Bensonberg can bring you fish and I can bring you leftover some patients.
0: And if it- we cut fugu up, the wrong way and we need some resuscitation.
1: Yeah, and he oh no I caught Fugu.
0: <laughs> 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 Oddly enough that was, that, was, that was Renfo that said
2: that. I don't understand why.
1: <laughs> well it's all the time in Nam. It was all the
2: time in Nam. Oh and he did let's see we will give him a quick Renfo story. He's in Nam. The uh, the local school teacher apparently has hots for Renfo. Oh. Who doesn't? Yeah, it's a good point. See, so, yeah, I'm picturing this like shriveled six-year-old woman. No, no, we're, we're talking like actual his age, dragon lady. Wait, drag. You ever seen Good Morning Vietnam? No. It worked well. Okay. Okay. She, well, it would have, but but he, they go on a couple dates, and on I think like day five, she offers to drive him up to to um. Oh, what's the capital? Hanoi. Drive him up to Hanoi. I was thinking of uh, Pyongyang. Pyongyang. Oh, I was thinking of Pyongyang, but it's Hanoi. Drive him up to fucking Hanoi, and all he could think of was the Hanoi Hilton and John yeah. McCain. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you want you want to impress an American. Don't don't say let's go to Hanoi. Yeah. there's it's still images of gold watch in the ass, chained to the wall.
1: Yeah, that's that's basically it's like. Hey, why don't we just tie your hands behind your back and see if we can pull them over your head? And we're not gonna have a safe word this time. It's like, damn it, yeah. bananas. Yeah, yeah, uh, apples, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: um, and introduce
1: them to her family, and get married. Oh, hey, <laughs> green card. Yeah, I was gonna say, um, man, you know, we were trying to come up with a nickname for her. We still haven't. No, we haven't. Yeah. Are, are, we'll just call her the blank
2: for now. The blank. The blank.
1: But you know that I I think she'd appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. She's never really to hear this anyway. No. so Whatever. But anyway, she has no um, ears. Yeah. As yeah. as Chinese girls. do don't, Yeah. Yeah. Do or don't. depending do on yeah.
2: Grammatical yeah. structure.
1: There's, I mean, some are bred that way. Bred. Um. Well, but like I, like bull mastiffs, and poodles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bred for their coat. <laughs> um. Their lustrous coat. <laughs> but and she has nice hair, though. I'll give her that. Yeah, She's full lustrous. Years anyway, of breeding. Exactly, e- exactly. And um, but she was saying, she was telling me, um, she said she was. This is actually a while is before. Uh, Boren and I were, were an item, and uh, she was trying to get me to go to uh, China with her. And she said, "Oh, you know, if you go to China, chicks will be all over you." And at first I was, like, oh, "Oh, I'm flattered," you know. She's like, no, "No, no, it's just girls that just really want to go to America. You'll, I mean, you can you can get." Really, really attractive girls. And I'm thinking. Oh, I kind of wished that I could have, anyways. But hey, I guess like to get to America, I guess that's fair. <laughs> but I mean, she she has a way of doing that where she'll say something like, oh, I feel good about myself." And, no, you really should no, yeah. Well, it's it, it is their way. Yes, yes. The the faceless culture of the kami. Oh,
2: I was referring to women. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, is it, is it the faceless culture of the comic? Oh,
2: and, and Eddie Yen's girlfriend is once again reaching for sharp influence. <laughs> It will only further
1: my point. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah, never mind. I'm not. Gonna say <laughs> it. I'm not. I'm whatever I was gonna say. I'm not gonna say because. Yeah. but no. Yeah, as we're sitting there today, I'm
2: talking to one of, the, uh, one of the one of the my classmates who's now getting married in 2011 when, once they graduate from med school. Yes. And I'm somewhat impress myself and depressed at the same time that as she'll be getting married I'm trying to figure out a way to live with my cousin
1: uh. <laughs> huh. it's like in a oh, way in, in Ty Cobb's house
2: in Ty Cobb's house in a way that is awesome in another way oh
1: god <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Eh, what you gonna do eat spaghettios I don't know why um, a friend of mine always said that I, there was like a <laughs> cr- his last name Boyardee no he was actually Mexican What's and his like last a, name? he was actually Mexican, not La like Boyardee. <laughs> But yeah, I mean he was like actually. Boyardee. And it it's it's actually BOJ. <laughs> Boy ID. But anyway, he was actually Mexican. I'm not saying like oh, he was just a Mexican meaning like anyone that lives south of maybe like Oklahoma. <laughs> But, you know, he he actually... South Oklahoma and west of Louisiana
2: is Mexico. Yeah,
1: yeah. you draw that line. And pretty much anyone in California. Oh, yeah. Including Arnold. (laughs) Damn, Mexican. But uh, for some reason, anytime anyone would ever say, what you gonna do, he'd always say, eat SpaghettiOs. It's like from an old commercial or something like that. But stuck in my head forever. And so anytime anyone says, what you gonna do, even mentally... Like, you got to find him and drown him in SpaghettiOs. It's only fair. Yeah, yeah. I,
0: I, I buy that. I, I really like that. It reminds me of uh one of my buddies from high school. At the end of, like, every sentence one day, like, he just, like, showed up to school one day. At the end of every sentence, he would include the word ham. What? So, <laughs> he'd be like, oh, yeah, we have practice at 2.30 today, ham. <laughs> <laughs> did he <laughs> have, like, Tourette's or something? As lame as it sounded, it was just... He pulled and it this on. is coming from the same guy who once pondered out loud He's like, I wonder what it would be like to own a bicycle with air conditioning. Wow. <laughs> hmm. this, <is> really awesome.
1: <laughs> this, this guy is either like a genius, like a contemplative genius, yep. or he's just a few cans shared of a six pack there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's, the
2: guy yeah. that, he's the guy that somehow made the jet powered bicycle and thought it would be a good idea.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that
2: exists, by the way.
1: Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. It's
2: like, oh, gas prices are high. Let's take our bicycles and make them run on jet
0: fuel. Or just make yeah. the Killdozer. <gasps> the
1: Killdozer. Oh, so <laughs> we were told the legend of the Killdozer. Oh, my God. So what happened, this is by uh, Bloopy, right? Yeah, this is Bloopy. Yeah. So. Bloopy, Bloop. Yeah. So um, I'm going to have to ask you why he has that name afterwards. but yeah. I, I can explain it to you if you'd like. Sure.
2: Yeah. All right. He, uh, uh, we're basically talking about how how to keep your patients happy, in before we got into third year. And his thought was if they're on a morphine drip, like the, you hit the button to get the morphine, he would just walk in. Oh, that's. It would say too that it's safe to have the morphine drip button because it's like you can't OD D in it because you're unconscious. Right. Unless some of your family members are hitting the button for you. Yeah. And then Blue like, or if I just walk in the room, like bloop, 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 bloop click click click. and walk out with with the surviving patients they'll love you they'll be waking up being like where's that bloopy blue guy I love when he's on my floor I feel so good
1: (laughs) that is is how bloopy blue is. I I think I just have me a rest (laughs) <laughs> just going to rest my eyes. And then he flatlines and dies. <laughs> <He fuckers. laughs> and then uh, Bloopy runs in and goes click, 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 and runs back out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyways, uh, Bloopy was telling us about uh, the Killdozer, which happens yes. somewhere in Colorado, Colorado where all the white people live. <laughs> uh, in a- Colorado, by the way, has finally gone
2: obese over 10% or 15%. They were the last wow. state to hold out.
1: Wow. It it's all that mount- fresh mountain air yeah. and all the whiteness. I don't know if it's... it is the last bastion of white people in the United States <laughs> you've clearly never been to a country club
0: <laughs> well true
1: true. but I mean even then there's some there are some polls in country clubs now and... every once in a while you get a Czech or a Greek <laughs> or an Italian <laughs> damn it dirty oh, yes yeah. that um, uh, Andy Rooney you know Andy Rooney 60 minutes the old yeah, guy the yeah eyebrows that are like four feet long yeah exactly yeah um, my friend and I were coming with uh, just like good things for Andy Rooney to say and my favorite one was do you ever regret or uh do you remember the time when italians weren't considered white <laughs> it's you know nostalgic for the good old days of like immigration quotas those in like skull measurements those were good times so anyways the killdozer uh blueby was telling us about the the killdozer so this guy um he owned a store at the, or a mechanic the shop muffler shop muffler shop and basically, they zoned him out. They wanted to build something where. Cement factory. Cement factory, where his shop was. So they just zoned him out. And. Um, Cut him off from the road. Yeah, they, they took out the yep. fucking road. Yep.
2: So Built the factory. He bought the bulldozer to make a road. Yeah. To get to the road. And then they zoned him out of doing that. Yeah. So he was just like an island of a business in the middle of a cement factory with no
1: way to get to it. Exactly. So, what does he do with this bulldozer, this bright, shiny bulldozer?
0: I, I like how the bulldozer was made, like the layers of the bulldozer. Yes. Oh, yes.
1: So, what happens is that he takes this bulldozer and it disappears for a while. No one knows what happened to the knows, bulldozer. And it turns out no one asks. Like in this diary, they're like,
2: people walk in. Bulldozer's sitting right there. Never said yeah. a word.
1: Yeah. So, over time, the bulldozer. Oh, wow metamorphosizes from the bulldozer to the killdozer. And the killdozer is this bulldozer with a bigger engine and... No, no, we didn't have a bigger engine. That was the problem. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're getting ahead of ourselves. So basically what he did is he... he armor-plated the bulldozer. Would
2: you, would you like to divulge what was the armor-plating, do you recall?
0: If, if I remember correctly, as Lou said, uh, it was armor-plating with uh, a filling of cement. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It was reinforced concrete with with like three-inch-thick steel plates on I, either side. Yeah, and I, and I can only side. hope he purchased the concrete to make the killdozer from the concrete
2: plant <laughs> that ran him out of business. <laughs> Uh, that would be pretty only... awesome
1: so anyway so it in th- it's not just armored bulldozer he actually put in like slots for guns yeah. that he mounted on the inside and so he goes and he he goes to this town n- that's nearby the town that zoned him out and he just starts fucking leveling everything and like you know I, they have video of this you can actually look it up on youtube just type in killdozer You'll one word it. and you see like a cop like jumps up on the thing and tries to shoot it but like Bullets are just bouncing off. There's no way to get into It this
2: survived thing. over 200 rounds of ammunition and three rocket-propelled grenades. Yeah, without yeah. even there wasn't even
1: a mark on it. Yeah, and he he's just he's just driving through
2: buildings. The, I believe one of the first places he went, the mayor that zoned him out had left office, so he went to the former mayor's house and leveled the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, just like through the front door,
1: out yeah. the back door, yeah, and yeah. Then just the whole thing gone. So there the, was no house. There was one fatal flaw with the killdozer and that is that he burned the fucking engine out because this thing was so goddamn heavy. So Bulldozer's designed to push a lot of weight. Oh, yeah, but yeah. But not this much. But not like, you know, you know, half a ton of steel. Well, more than that. More than that. A lot more than that. Um. So anyways, killer just stalls out, stationary for a while. Finally, they open the thing up. Dude shot himself in the head. And the funny part was... Yes. Yeah, well, you, you tell it, you tell it.
0: Uh, yeah. You told it last time, I just loved it. So,
1: basically, in order to put the the concrete canopy on the Killdozer, (laughs) it required a crane to put this fucker on. So, uh, there was no way for him to get out. Fucker knew it was a one-way trip. (laughs) Like, he knew he wasn't getting out of this shit. He knew the only way out was to blow his own fucking brains out, and he he had a gun in there just for that. So, uh, and, and as
2: as Blippi said i really do wish he would have survived cuz i can just picture him in front of the judge and be like like they spent 20 minutes listing off all of the various like you know uh, uh, uh felonies and in 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 destruction of property and you know like like zoning laws he's violated and i'm sure he didn't have a permit for that bulldozer and just go through all this yeah. and just have him stand up and be like not guilty I'm like yeah. what what
1: <laughs> <laughs> wasn't me wasn't me
2: yeah it was the yeah, other wasn't guy wasn't me didn't do it
0: you know, I I just hope like it, in my mind, this man when when he puts that canopy on, I hope he was listening like on his iPod. Who I don't know what one was this? Did they have iPods?
2: I, his, his eight track. His, yeah, his yeah. Walkman,
0: Walkman. walk yes, Walkman, Walkman cassette. cassette. Well, th- that makes my idea totally invalid. But I hope he was listening to the song by the Darkness yes. called "One Way <laughs> Ticket to Hell." Dot 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 and back. <laughs> once again justin hawkins yeah um, yeah all over this podcast you can can
1: imagine the the naked body of justin hawkins somewhere floating
0: on the shoulder (laughs) of the killdozer pilot yeah yeah (laughs) Uh, there's a lot but, of
1: pelvic thrusting in that, isn't there? It's not just in my head. So, so, so the funny thing is that the Killdozer took down the entire fucking town. Yeah. And it's like, oh, the Killdozer inflicted $9 million worth of damage. <laughs> the whole town. Yeah, the entire fucking town is gone. It's it, like, that's $9 million worth of damage. Took out took out like municipal buildings. So
2: there's yeah, one thing yeah. where it's just going down a sidewalk. And the right side of the Killdozer is just taking off the fronts of businesses. <laughs> <laughs> quack, 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 quack. Yeah, yeah. Like awesome. And there there is a and how many how many casualties were there in the entire day? Well there's Oh one. Yeah. One casualty. And that was the gentleman <laughs> in the killdozer. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like a flawless victory in a way. Yeah. It's yeah. like he didn't kill anybody. Except for himself.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. speaking of guns, so our Detroit Tigers disappointed us. As usual very sorely, very I watched that game. <sighs> I was pissed. What was it like uh the thirteenth thirteenth twelfth or thirteenth I blocked most of it of my memory. yeah, I think I think it was the thirteenth base, base is loaded the fucking DH up, and he strikes out base is loaded base is loaded it's tied <laughs> do you not understand and how this works and he 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 digs for this like low and away slider. And it would have walked in a run if he had just let it go. It bounced to the plate. Yeah, yeah. It bounced. It's fucking incredible. So anyways... Um, you know who can strike out with the bases loaded? A Barony unicycle can strike out with the bases loaded. I could strike out with the bases loaded. <laughs> and I suck at baseball. That's the point. You know? It's like that, that's the point we're trying to... So anyways, uh, the, where, where this sort of comes back is um, Miguel Cabrera... Who is uh, one of the one of the tiger's uh, best and brightest? Indeed, uh, it turns out that uh, our friend Miguel uh, got into some marital disputes. Uh, has been in some marital disputes, and um, the police were called out. But it was unclear whether or not he or his wife started, because his wife might have been you know abusing him somehow. I don't know. So uh, what was it? What was it you said uh, earlier about the um, bat? Yeah, yeah.
2: Every, every time uh, Rizzle Tizzle and I are watching this on TV, and every time the Tigers get a hit, we just kept insinuating that they were using the bat that Miguel Cabrera's wife used on Miguel Cabrera's
1: face. Exactly. It's like it is the most powerful bat in their system. And she already <laughs> broke it in. She on already the hardest ball in the league. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, uh, so it, it turns out that after um, after this marital dispute was revealed this whole can of worms gets open about Cabrera and it turns out that he's been like you know drinking with um, members of the other team every time there's another team in town he goes out drinking with them he's up till 5 in the morning before games he shows up drunk to practice and my favorite story there was a 15 year old kid there were a couple like two 15 year old kids and one of them was one of them was pretty overweight like obese and you know they saw him in a restaurant oh Mr. Cabrera and so he starts like mocking this kid for being fat and he's saying oh you know kid you know you shouldn't be at a restaurant you should be at a gym and so then you know oh my god mr Cabrera, why are you telling this to me and so like Cabrera doesn't stop and he he starts um trying to pick a fight with the table and it's like this this kid's family and he's trying to pick a fight and then he says something about like you know let me go out into my car and get my click click <laughs> Yeah, I know. And then like so like Kabrera's wow. buddies shut him up and get him the fuck out of there before he does something really stupid. But it's Wait, like
0: it's click click never mind. Like a handgun. No, it's like a, a handgun. Okay, no, like right. hand well, that's it's the,
1: real quick, so we're we're on we're, we're reading this question
2: in psych, and it's like which one of the filings is the most dangerous sexual fetish? Welcome to the world of psych. Ooh, and it's like or quickly. the most dangerous complication of sexual deviance or whatever, and it's like, uh, uh... uh Satisfaction. Hypoxia is one of That was the answer. Hypoxia. You know, like, David Carradine. Yeah. But those things, like, fetishism. I'm like, what if your fetish is, like, loaded bear traps? That can be more dangerous. <laughs> yeah, what if your fetish is, like, Russian roulette? Yeah, seriously. There are, there are a couple of answers. I was like, coming up with these bizarre scenarios where they can just be equally as dangerous. It's like... Yeah, it was, like yeah. exposure. Like, what are you exposing yourself to? Are you exposing yourself to a bear in the woods? Liquid That's
1: Hmm? Liquid nitrogen.
2: Exactly. <laughs> dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Very dangerous. What, what, if, what if your fetish is being dead? That is more da- that's more life threatening yeah, than yeah. Uh, you know, a little hypoxia. Yeah. I mean, David Carradine died at what, 105? He'd done that before. Yeah. He'd gotten away with it for a while. Yeah.
1: So you know. Actually, I think because uh, there's Just one. Don't be a hero. There's one theory of aging that says that oxidative free radicals cause aging. I challenge that. That fetishistic. That sexually induced hypoxia is actually life prolonging. it Will make you live forever. It will. It I have will. A
0: feeling Domenico Gatti would not like this <laughs> No, he yeah.
2: would not. Yeah. You might win it though.
1: Yeah. Don't know why. I don't, do I. I don't want to think about it.
2: Neither do I. So, but we are we are near, near Oh, so you're, uh, you had to. So, anyways, just Carrera. just to wrap up the
1: story. So, uh, you know, of course, uh, Cabrera. Um, you know, he, he threatens this kid's family. With a fucking handgun. It's like, imagine if you are with your fa- Imagine when you were 15. You're 15, okay? You're out to dinner with your family. There's mom, there's dad, there's your sister, whatever. And some guy comes up to your table and says, Hey, bro, you don't want to fight, man? Let's go out to my truck and get my gun. Like, are you kidding me? And it's like, <laughs> he's not talking to your dad. He's talking to you. Yeah. He's talking to you, and he's like a good, like, you know, 15 years older than you. Like, what are you going to do? It's, it's like, not a fight. It's a shooting. It's a murder. Yeah, yeah. He's threatening to murder you in front of your family. So anyways, long and short of it is that, you know, the shitstorm erupts. And, uh, of course, they don't bench him. They need him too much, which is always how it goes. Of yeah. Of course. So, um, but that that's the story with him. And, like, the whole Tiger's thing is bitterly disappointing. They, you, you know what I got out of that story?
0: Some...
1: Don't be fat. That is true. That's what I got out of that. I think that, and that's what Cabrera was really trying to say. Yeah. Obesity is the true killer. It, not me, <laughs> not the gun. Obesity is the real killer. Oh well, I, I think we're 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 starting to
2: run run low here. I believe I believe E uh, Yan over here. You did have a, a, a question. You were going to pause it at Una some point pregunta. in time, right? Una pregunta?
0: Indeed. Indeed. Oh, what was it? Oh yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Th- this is like a like a elementary school group discussion question. Right. Right. <laughs> right. right so M- Monday was Columbus day so I'd like to ask uh, what did you guys discover this
2: week would, would, would you like to
0: anything
1: um what did I discover um, I discovered that people don't use their turn signal and this is the thing that really bothers me is that you have to move when you turn the wheel you have to move your fingers out of the way not to hit the turn signal in the right direction you actually have to try not to hit the turn signal you know and it's like jesus fucking christ it's an inch from your fingers and you can't do it you're too fucking lazy to use the goddamn turn signal it is inches you have to move your fingers not to use the turn signal that's what i discovered like that discovered. would
0: require, like, a millionth of a calorie to do, so it's just not worth it. Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. <laughs> and that's why I had high blood
2: pressure. <laughs> and that's why Miguel Cabrera needs to go busting caps and some fat people's asses. Exactly. I learned... Now, I, I do have about a dozen psych stories. But we can save those for later. Yeah. So we can talk about the guy that started Hurricane Katrina. The guy that may or may not have been the Antichrist. Mm. The guy that was suing the government. The other guy that was suing the government. The chief of the world police. I don't know if I mentioned that or not before. He's the people really? I've met. I've met these people. Um, world police. At least three people that were so so nuts we had to restrain them and dose them heavily with psych- anti-psychotics. That's
1: the
2: show. That yeah. And, and a few others. And a few others. Yeah. Um, you know, A, a couple fakers. A guy, a guy who uh, was fondling guns and... Contemplating going next door, if you will.
1: Was that Miguel Cabrera? <laughs> <laughs> that, <laughs> that in this case,
2: it was not Miguel Cabrera, but uh, might have been his mentor. Okay. Um, but I think what I learned on, 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 on Columbus Day, actually, after some pensive thought, is that you can be an illiterate man kicked out of three different countries who gets three boats, sails randomly in the other direction... Lands on a tiny little island in the middle of the North, already inhabited by other people, think it's an entirely different part of the world,
1: and get a day named after you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's an idiot. For the record. He was an idiot. You can't fuck with that though. Oh, no, you can't, it's impressive. You can't fuck with that. So that that's what I learned. Eddie N., what what is the moral of the story? Take take it home.
0: The moral of the story is children eat SpaghettiOs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Part of a, a nutritious breakfast by Chef Boy Hardy. Boy, Hardy. Boy, Hardy. Boy Hardy. Oh, on that note, I think I uh, I think our, I think it might be... Does it, can it go up from the first official
2: try pound here? I um, don't think
1: so. No, no, it can't. Well... It, it will next week, but not here. Eh, I think the show... My my prediction, show's going to taper off at this one. <laughs> yeah, this, this is, is the it. best episode we're going to do. Don't listen to anything else, ever. So, anyways, uh email us weekly dot tripound one word at gmail.com weekly.tripound at gmail.com send so us your thoughts ramblings death threats etc um no porn please unless you're a girl and um and if you're a girl send pictures of at least yourself or other girls no dudes that's my rule no dudes no pre trannies no fat chicks. <laughs> no fat chicks. You don't want to
2: piss off Miguel Cabrera.
1: Exactly. No dudes. No pre-op trannies. No fat chicks. Yeah, that's not
2: our. That's not our thing. It's just I live too close to Miguel Cabrera to really risk that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He. He looks in your window. <laughs> yeah. I've seen him. Was, I've I, seen him I'm too. On my, my way to your place, I've seen it's him. Like,
2: is that? Is that
1: scurrying into the underbrush? Is that Miguel Cabrera? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, until next time, this is uh, PK. Strawlegs. Eddie And we gotta go.
2: Adios.